0: Hi, Babes! Welcome to The Pleasure Portal, a podcast for women desiring to embody their fierce, wild, feminine magic, reclaim their deepest soul desires, and unleash the passion, pleasure, and fulfillment they know in their bones is their birthright. I'm your host, Kelsey Grant, a love, intimacy, and relationship educator and pleasure alchemist. I'm curious, has your pleasure ever been on the back burner? Have you ever felt like your pleasure doesn't matter? Have you experienced your feminine power being minimized, ignored, or suppressed? If so, this is the place for you. Because in this podcast, we're writing a whole new story together. We're a community of fierce fems who are done with the binds of repression. We're the women who desire a pleasurable sex life, sacred connection with ourselves, and intimate partnership with another without having to give up or hide parts of who we are. We're the modern witches who until now have had to hide or suppress our sacred gifts. Together, we're unhooking from the binds that mute our greatest expression. We're dialing up that turn on full tilt. We're creating right relationship with our emotions, our power, our enchantment alchemy, and our womb wisdom each episode, I'll bring to you a mix of pleasure alchemy, embodiment education, love, sex, and relationship insights, and ultimately an invitation home to your fierce feminine magic. We are reclaiming it all. Down and in we go. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of The Pleasure Portal. I'm so thrilled to be here with you today. And we are going to dive right in because it's probably going to be a bit of a shorter episode, given that we've got the new pleasure mapping course launching this week and all of that magical goodness. So I wanted to drop in and still do an episode here and share something that was really important that I experienced this past week. And I think it will be really, really helpful and supportive for all of you because, you know, we're here for more connection. We're here for more love. We're here for more pleasure. We're here for more sweetness, all the things. So um, we're going to be diving in to creating the connection that you desire, how to do it. And a real simple way, a real simple way to create more of the connection that you desire inside of your relationships. So I think we've all kind of been in that space where we get kicked off our center a little bit. We're not in our alignment anymore. We're not feeling the greatest. And the second we get kicked out of alignment, what happens in our brains most of the time is that we start to seek more evidence to confirm the emotional experience that we're having. So if we are feeling really not so great, our unconscious mind is going to search for more evidence or more feelings or just more content to confirm and amplify the emotional state that we're in. So this is why paying attention to our feelings is real important because they are such a beautiful indicator of whether we are in alignment with ourselves or we're slightly getting a little out of sync with ourselves or we're totally out of sync with ourselves. And whatever we find it's really important to just celebrate it. Like, ah, I'm so glad that I became aware of what my reality is just in this moment. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not right. It's not wrong. It just is. And it's my job to observe what is operating, what is going on in my experience, and then orienting myself back into my body and making a really important declaration of is this where I want to be right now? Is this feeling that I'm feeling enhancing my experience of being alive? Now, if we blow it out from like a really top-down like viewpoint, everything is ultimately going to serve our experience. And that said, Sometimes we're just in the shits. Sometimes things are just really, really crappy. And when we bring our conscious awareness to that moment of like, is this the future that I want to design from this place? Is this where I want to create from? And if not, then how do I get myself back into right relationship with me? How do I get myself back into alignment with me? Now, First of all, you don't get back into alignment by denying your reality. That is like number one. So if you want to get back into alignment and back into right relationship with you, you have to acknowledge reality. So if you're feeling really shitty, that would look like, ooh, right now I'm actually feeling really shitty. And the emotions that are kind of anchored or tied up in that are... And the circumstances, situations, or experiences that have created the conditions for this experience are, I'm not denying reality here. I'm connecting to reality. And that's really the first thing that we got to look at. Like, are we connected to reality or are we trying to bypass it? Are we trying to run away from it? Are we trying to pretend it doesn't even exist altogether? Because all of those things will take us out of connection, And when we come back, if we want to come back into greater connection in our relationships, that starts with having a connection to reality and just admitting like this is what is actually true and actually so for me. Right now. And it's okay. It's okay that I'm humaning right now. It's okay that I'm feeling what I'm feeling, especially if it's, you know, a result of a circumstance that is really fucking shitty. Like it's okay that you're having that experience. And a lot of the time we'll get down on ourselves for being down. And it's really hard to get back up. It's really hard to get back into sweet soul alignment with ourselves. If we are beating ourselves up for something that might've been out of our control, you know, because you can't control other people, (laughs) there are just things that happen sometimes that you're like, you're just kind of the, what is the, the term, uh, collateral damage. You might be the collateral damage and that's, you know, we, we have to, you know, sit with the density of that. Sometimes like, Ooh, yeah, this is nasty. This is not a fun place to be. And it is my reality right now. And I know that I'm, I'm a little out of alignment with myself. I'm a little out of alignment with love. I'm a little out of alignment with peace, with joy, whatever it is. And by acknowledging reality, you actually create space and an opening and a doorway to move towards something that would be feeling a little bit better, a little bit more like alignment. And eventually we do find ourselves back aligned you with you, me with me. And so once we get to this place of just having some awareness around what is actually going on in our experience, I am not feeling my normal aligned self because I know that I am the conscious creator of my reality. I have a choice in that moment to now direct my energy in a much more conscious way. So I can invest my energy into looking for more evidence that ultimately is going to agitate my system, maybe take me further out of alignment, just make me feel shittier, or I can invest that creative energy in a different direction. And I can look for evidence that does serve me. It does serve who I'm becoming. It amplifies the light within me. It reminds me of who I am at the core. It just allows me to create more resonance with my humanness, too. Not even, you know, only with my divine elements. Like we are both divine and human, so we can't reject the humanness. We have to embrace the humanness. And embrace the divinity. And so there are always choices that we can make in the moment because, you know, this present moment is what we've got. So in this moment, I have a choice to orient myself in a direction that either amplifies who I'm becoming or sets me on a track to collect more evidence as to why I am fundamentally unworthy. And so when I find myself in those choice points, then I can start moving towards, you know, a a greater state of resonance with myself. And when I can pinpoint what it is exactly that I'm feeling, then I have an access point to designing on purpose. So what happened for me in this past week was, you know, some shit went down in my life, And I was really kicked off my center by it. And my nervous system was on the fritz. Um, It brought up really dark, dark and really hard, like, self-critical narratives. Um, It brought up just a lot of very dark energy within me of, you know, maybe, maybe being on this planet anymore is not for me. And obviously, like that was a fleeting thought, but it was still one of the thoughts that started rumbling. And then as I sat with the the reality and the experience and I let the emotion come up and out, up and out, like I say on a regular basis, we got to let the emotion move through the system here. And so I allowed it to move through the system. And as it was moving, it was clearing some debris. And as that debris started to settle, what I saw was that I was really feeling disconnected and there was a sense of loneliness from that disconnection. And of course the mind wants to make up all sorts of stories about that. And be like, hmm, nobody is reaching out to me. <laughs> you know, like what was me? But there's also the part that I'm like, wait, I'm not reaching out either. <laughs> So I can get all huffy and upset that my friends might not be relating to me in the exact way that I want them to relate to me, but I haven't even communicated that that's my need and essentially be operating from my adaptive child, or I can come back into you know a closer state of alignment with myself, realize I'm humaning and be like, huh. I'm going to be the responsible adult for myself in my life. And what that looks like is taking a little bit of inventory. So I want connection. So I'm feeling disconnected. I want connection, but I'm also doing nothing to be a generator of that connection that I desire. So that is the first doorway. The first doorway is like, ding, ding, ding. Oh, maybe, maybe I could initiate Maybe I could reach out. Maybe I could loop my friends in, loop my family in to what I'm experiencing right now. And that does take vulnerability to do. It really does. It takes self-awareness. It takes radical self-responsibility and it takes vulnerability. And those are, are, I don't want to talk about them like they're like the easiest things in the world to do because they're not. And if they were, we'd all be doing them all the time. But it's ultimately a choice and an investment into the life that I am here to live. So do I want to be living my life by design or by default? And when I come into a moment of clarity and into a moment of alignment with myself, the answer is always the same, a life on purpose, a life by design, which means I am the conscious creator of the experiences that I'm having So I can't always control, and I wouldn't even try to control what's happening outside of me, but I always have control over how I respond to what happens in my life. I have dominion, I have sovereignty, I have power, and I have authority over how I respond and what I allow myself to invest energetically and emotionally into. And that is such a a beautiful place to come home to on a regular basis. And that takes time. Like this is a habit that I have been cultivating for the last 12, 15 years. And so it it still happens. I still get kicked off my center. I'm human and that's going to keep happening because I'm going to keep humaning (laughs) my whole life. And, I come back to this alignment with self, to the right relationship with self faster and faster and faster, even in the face of some serious disruption. And that's a really powerful piece of evidence to acknowledge and to give myself credit for. Just like you have tons of evidence in your experience of ways in which you have shown up differently, shown up for yourself differently, um, reframed or, like made a choice to see things through a lens that empowered you instead of disempowered you moments where you did advocate for your needs and your boundaries like you are such a badass and you don't even know it sometimes <laughs> and so i'm here to remind you of those moments because we sometimes need those reflections from our community and from the people that we love and the people that we learn from and Just the humans that we value in our life. So I will always be that. Mirror and that reflection of your sovereignty and your greatness and your magic, and how extraordinary you actually are in those moments where you might lose sight because you might be humaning. And maybe there's some humaning things that are happening in your life in that current moment. And so we can utilize human connection to help us anchor back into what is true and what is real. Because there is a lot happening in our day-to-day that can kick us off kilter. And we can end up being like a wet noodle, just flopping all around sometimes. And this is why we come back to that rooted space of I'm anchored in me. I am creating my life by design on purpose. And that means acknowledging reality That means embracing reality when it comes and then making choices to serve the future that I am stepping into. So when I noticed that I was feeling a little off in terms of my connection in my community, I'm like, huh, maybe I could just be responsible for that. And what that meant was how about I actually reach out? How about I initiate? So what I did, this is um, my little snapshot into what I did. Pretty simple. Six steps. Step one. I actually, there's seven steps. Step one was acknowledge reality. (laughs) like reality sucks right now. Things are shit and it's okay. It's okay. I'm humaning. I'm humaning. Okay. So step number one, then step number two, I came back to gratitude. So in those moments where things are shit, it is going to be a bit of a mental and emotional challenge to find things that we're grateful for. And so this is why we start on a very, very, Ba- like bare bones level here. So I woke up kind of feeling all of the feels and I'm like, okay, this is my reality right now. These are the things that have happened. And I am making a choice to be the conscious creator of my life. I acknowledge what's true and I allow those emotions to come when they need to come. And what can I be grateful for right now? And so as I was laying in my bed, thinking this, I'm like, I'm really grateful that I am held in this moment by my bed. Like there's warmth in this bed. There's comfort in this bed. I'm being held, 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 held. I'm like, mm, that feels good. I can be grateful for that. Then there was a little beam of sunshine coming through my curtain. I could be grateful for that sunshine. That feels nice and warm on my face. Mm, that's nice. And then I roll over, I sleep with crystals under my bed, (laughs) under my pillow. And so I roll over as I'm like looking out the window and I find like a crystal under my pillow and I chuckle to myself. I'm like, I really love that about myself. (laughs) I love that I do this, that I put crystals under my bed, under my pillow. And you know, I just found this one right now. I am grateful for this crystal And then I heard some birds chirping. I'm grateful for the birds chirping. And then I heard like a really loud truck drive by. It was a garbage truck. And my initial instinct was to get a little crunchy about it. I'm like, oh, it's fucking with my vibe. (laughs) Like I was on a roll with my gratitude. And then this loud truck drives by. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. Can I be grateful for that too? Because if it wasn't for that garbage truck, there would be trash everywhere, and that would be gross. So Someone's got to do that job. Someone does do that job, and I'm grateful for that person driving that truck. And I'm also grateful for the service of having garbage collection in my city. That does create an environment that is a, a lot more beautiful than it could be if we were just tossing trash on the street. And so there was this like series of things that I could be grateful for. So that was number two. Then from that place of gratitude, I felt into how much I appreciated my inner circle. And so I'm just tuning into that. I'm like, hmm, how much do I really appreciate these people? Because they're freaking rad and they're amazing humans. And I love them so incredibly much. So let me just tune in to that frequency. Let me just feel into that. And then number four, I got specific about what I appreciated about each of the people in my inner circle. And the more specific I got about what I appreciated about them, my energy started to shift. And once my energy started to shift, I'm like, ooh, okay, so I want connection. How about I initiate connection by leading with the things that I appreciate about them? So I'm not leading with this like graspy, like kind of grabby energy of like, oh, I'm feeling depleted. Give me your energy. I'm not doing that. I've already restored my energy. I've come back and I'm clear that I have a need for connection. And I'm going to be responsible for that need by initiating contact and connection with the people that I love most and lead with the appreciation. So what happens when we do that is that it it activates the law of reciprocity. So what goes out comes back. And this is a law of physics, a law of the universe. Like what goes out, it's coming back. It might not come back from that exact person. But it's coming back in some form. And so even just knowing that, I'm like, yeah, I've just sparked one of those laws of physics and laws of the universe into motion by sending out these messages anchored in appreciation. They were literally dripping and drenched in appreciation and vulnerability. It wasn't just like, oh, I appreciate our friendship. Thanks. That's not going to get you (laughs) The feeling of deep rooted connection within yourself. And the response that you get back will probably mirror the level of depth that you went to, the level of vulnerability that you went to. So, knowing this, I'm like, no, I'm going to do the vulnerable thing and I'm going to drop in and really, really share who these people are to me and the impact that they've had. And if I could find something recently that happened, Um, in a a way that they really impacted me in such a substantial way, I'm going to highlight that because most likely I haven't addressed it directly. I might have addressed it indirectly or it just might have gotten stepped over. And I want to make sure that I reorient that in our friendship so that they know how much I appreciate them and I value them in my life. So I began sending messages out and letting them know how they appreciate how I appreciated them Uh, number six I spaced this out over a series of a couple days so I, I didn't do it all in one day I did a bunch in one day and then the next day I repeated the process again with some different folks and different people and my family and you know just spread it out over a couple days like really anchored in that pattern And then the final step, the final experience was opening up to receptivity. So I gave it freely. Out you go. I'm doing this because I want to bless you um, with this energy. I want you to know that you are appreciated and loved and valued for these reasons and for these specific things that you have done to support me. And to love me and to hold me and appreciate me, all the things. And trusting that that going out is going to cast a ripple of I'm setting in motion like this energy that's going out and then it's returning. But as it goes out, it impacts every single person who comes into contact with any of those people that I sent messages to. So anyone who's in contact with those people are now impacted by that ripple of love and appreciation and generosity. So it really is the gift that keeps on giving here, friends. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so knowing that that would be the case, I surrendered into receptivity openness and allowing. So allowing the love that I knew that I'd been sending out and I knew that it would come back. It might not come back from those exact people. It might come in different ways. And what ended up happening in the first couple of messages that I sent out almost immediately after sending out those messages to those people in my community, I received messages in my inbox on Instagram from people that I don't know saying, Hey, I really appreciate you. And I really love the podcast or that post that you wrote. Like that's really, really resonating with me. Or I took a course from you and Oh my gosh, I am obsessed and i love it. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So those messages started rolling in from people that were, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know them. <laughs> And so it was this really beautiful miracle moment of watching the flow of reciprocity happen. And then, of course, my community responded and it began this beautiful love fest within the community. So not only between the two of us, whoever I'd sent the message to and who it was coming back from, but then it started to really flow through the community as well. So I started to notice there was more generosity in the appreciation that was flowing in the group chats or in like group connects or, you know, there was just more of that energy being amplified inside of our community, which was really, really beautiful to see. And, you know, that really was such a profound moment of like, yeah, come back to those basics, come back to those basics of In those moments when we're feeling disconnected, in those moments where we're feeling really challenged, in those moments where shit is not going according to plan, (laughs) and we are getting one of those like wrench in our, you know, life moments, like that is real, that is human. We can't prevent those things from happening. And when we live in a state of trying to prevent life from happening, we end up not living fully. We end up living in the state of reaction to life instead of response to life and then the conscious creator of what comes next. And so I wanted to drop in and share that with you in case... You've been feeling a little funky this week, and I think that would be pretty normal given what's going on in the world. It's a really tense time. There's a lot of shit that is being stirred up. And in those moments, you always have the invitation to connect with you. You know, we might not be able to control the shit storm that's happening outside of our front door or outside of our bedroom door, but we do have... Autonomy, we do have sovereignty over what is going on in our internal system. So, even those like fractions of moments of like, oh, I notice I'm out of alignment, I'm noticing that I have this desire for deeper connection and it's not present here in my life. How can I be the generative force of the thing that I seek? And how can I be a functional adult in my life? And sometimes that will mean you know, making requests of people. So I've done this before where like, I have a need for connection and, you know, I, I do this whole process of you know resetting my energy, expressing my gratitude, expressing my appreciation. And then if there's a specific need I have, then I can share that after. So I ensure that it's not coming from my adaptive child who is essentially looking at this other person is like, you have power and dominion and control over me and my emotional state. So I need you to give me what I need so I can feel better. Like, no, no, we're not doing that here. We're all functional adults. We are empowered beings here. (laughs) We are magical creators. And in order to reclaim that power, We have to stop outsourcing our anchoredness to other people. And so we anchor to ourselves and we can say, you know what, this person could amplify the experience that I have within myself. They could amplify connection through certain actions. Like let's say something that would help you feel more connected is in your romantic relationship or your close friendships or with your family mates, When you have conversations, really feeling their devotional presence by putting your phones away. So that might be a request and a need that you have. And that's beautiful. And that's amazing. And when we lead with this place of being anchored in our functional adult, we make that request very differently. Then if we're coming from our adaptive child, if we're coming from our adaptive child, it'll usually sound something like you never pay attention to me. Like you don't care about me. And I, I need you to put your phone away when we're talking because it's so rude. Like, how dare you? Like, and we'll just go on this tangent of blaming like, and so we're outsourcing our power to that person. We're saying you have more power over me than I have over me that I have with me. And so what's happened there is like we are caught in our adaptive child and we're seeing the other person as the parent. So when we are children, our parents are attuned to our needs. That is their job. And I know that doesn't always happen with our parents or our caregivers. And that's ultimately their job, though. Like it's their job to attune to your needs. And to some degree, they have or you wouldn't be here listening to this podcast Because your needs for sustenance, your needs for being taken care of and cleaned and sleep and warmth had to be accounted for in some level in order to end up here today. So we all have that imprint of someone in our early experiences was attuned enough to our our needs. And so we, we didn't have to advocate. Maybe we, we cried, but we weren't using complex language. And th- we weren't, you know, essentially complex beings at that point. We hadn't developed our identities and the complexities of those identities at that point in time. And so when we kind of grow up and mature, if we don't individuate from our family systems or um, systems of origin when we come into young adulthood and we don't emotionally have the tools to mature in that regard what can happen in our close intimate relationships this happens a lot in romantic relationships but it can also this transference can happen in friendships it can happen even in the context of work It will continue to happen in our family systems or systems of origin. And when we're operating from that very fused place, we will continue to see through the lens of our inner child, our adaptive inner child. Like I'm going to throw a temper tantrum to get your attention and hopefully you can mind read what's wrong with me because I don't know. I don't know what's going on with me and I don't even want to take the time to get to know what's going on with me, but you should magically know. And that's how a lot of adults do relationships. And that's why they are largely in turmoil a lot of the time. That's why a lot of needs aren't being met. And it's not the only reason, but it's a big one. It's a big part. And so when we come from our functional adult, advocating for our needs might sound like this might sound like, you know what? I really love and appreciate the time that we spend together. I really value the one-to-one time that we get, you know, it's so special to me to have this time with you. It really provides me with a sense of feeling connected and loved and valued and appreciated and something that would really enhance that experience for me because I know we're all about, like, enhancing each other's experience of being alive, is if we could maybe do a phone-free date once a week. Would that be something that you'd be into? Because I notice that sometimes we get on our phones and we're a little disconnected, and that feels a little weird to me. And I'd like there to be more pleasure. I'd like there to be more connection. I'd like there to be just more juiciness between the two of us. What do you say? Do you hear how those are different? Like the energy behind them is so different, but in order to come at it from our functional adult, we have to be connected to ourselves. We have to know ourselves and know what's going on. We have to know when we're getting emotionally hijacked and we're off to the emotional races. And, you know, this goes for any type of feedback, any type of feedback to anyone. If you're coming at it from your adaptive child where you're hijacked emotionally, it's not going to go well for you. It doesn't matter how you know, conscious and anchored the other person is, they're going to feel the fact that you are outsourcing your power to them and it's not going to feel good unless there's someone who takes advantage of that, in which case they'll probably be in a trauma bond with you and you'll find yourself in a really imbalanced relationship. And quite frankly, it could easily move into emotional abuse territory or abuse territory in general. So it's really important to really claim back our power and say, you know what? I am the creator of my experience here and it is my job as an adult to know what my needs are and to know how to express those needs in a way that the people I love can really hear me and they can validate and and really appreciate my experience. Even if they, they give me a counter offer, like, "Mm, I can't really provide that. Um, but this is what I'm willing to do. And then you get to choose, like, is that something that you want to do or not? So there's a lot of healthy adult relating that will happen when we come from our functional adult. But when we're in our, you know, adaptive child, there's a lot of blaming. There's a lot of Finger pointing, there's a lot of emotional escalation. Like, we're not seeing things clearly or rationally. And so, there's no way to create a win win. And often in our adaptive child, we're looking for a win lose. So, we're looking to win and we're unconsciously wanting the other person to lose. So, we haven't grown and matured into the space of I'm looking for a win win, something that works for me and something that works for you. And in order to do that, we must know what's going on. We must be responsible for what we're experiencing and be able to really choose actions that will embody the thing that we need most, be generous and share that with other people in a really open, authentic, vulnerable, love-filled way where we are really looking to create a win-win with someone. And when we come from that place, we literally open the portal for magic and miracles, and certainly a lot more pleasure. So we're going to be doing a lot of this type of alchemy inside of the upcoming Pleasure Mapping 101. And it is a course designed to support you in going through every single area of your life and ensuring that we are operating from the most optimal place of pleasure and soulful alignment. We're going to be doing a lot of conscious creating inside of this program. So if you're looking to design your life on purpose, you are looking to be more intentional in how you're showing up in every area of life. You want to create more miracles and magic and connection and love and pleasure in your Life as a whole, that class is for you. So, the first module drops on Saturday, but the course officially starts next Wednesday. And I haven't decided if I'm going to keep it open so you can join after we've started the first call or if I'm going to close it before the first call. So, potentially, we could have a hard stop on Tuesday, but I'm going to feel into it and see what comes through. So, I'll keep you updated. (laughs) And if there's still an opportunity to register next week, I'll let you know. Otherwise, the doors will close on Tuesday and I will run it again in the future. So I am really, really excited. The early bird price is still in effect till the end of today. So if you're listening to this on Friday, uh, what is the date? I don't even know. Friday, January 15th. And you have until the end of today to get the early bird price. And afterwards it goes up to regular price. So if that is something that you are feeling called to and just more pleasure, more magic, more flow, more ease, just more juiciness, more magic, you want to learn how to use these tools of pleasure alchemy in every area of your life, then head to the show notes and the link to register is there. And if today what was needed was just the medicine of walking through that process and learning how to embody it deeper and, you know, in a more integrated way for yourself, that is so amazing too. And I am very, very grateful to have each and every one of you here listening every week. I love and value you so much. And I really have appreciated the notes that have been coming in through Instagram letting me know what you're taking away from the episodes and how they're shifting your experience and how much you're learning. Like, oh, that just makes me so delighted. And keep them coming. And if you did really take something powerful away from the episode today, please share it on your social media. That is the best way to get this message out there. You can tag me at radical self love and I'll share it in my story and then I can see it and we can amplify all of that magic together and I can send you some appreciation And if you are on iTunes, if you listen on iTunes, and it feels really good to leave a review and a rating, that would really help our show grow. And it really just supports more people who are looking for this type of medicine and magic to find it. So I would be forever grateful for any review on iTunes. And if you're not on iTunes, let me know on Instagram. And I am excited to meet more of you and to just revel in these stories of how we take radical self-responsibility for our pleasure and for ourselves and our lives. And I can't wait to meet all of you in the course this coming week. And until next week, have a beautiful, pleasure-filled day, week, and I will talk to all of you wonderful, beautiful humans very, very soon. Bye, friends.